Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Star Collider by Canadian stoner rockers Ox. Yeah, not Hawks. Ox. Two A's to start that one off. Ox. I don't know how exactly you're supposed to say it, but that seems like the only way for me to do it. They've got a new album. Parenthesis, 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 heavy on the cosmic. Parenthesis, 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 parenthesis. Is it parenthesis? I don't know. Being released on vinyl December 2nd, 2022. That's just a few short weeks away via Black Throne Productions. Again, the song was called Star Collider. They got a trippy lyric video out there for this one. Again, Stoner Rockers from Canada. So you know they're on the good stuff. What's the good stuff? It's rock and roll, of course. Rock and roll and religion. That's what Canadians are mostly raised on. Also, Molson and uh, hockey. Asked a Canadian friend this weekend some uh, hockey information, and he delivered. It's like that. It's awesome. They are knowledgeable. You don't need to prep them at all. You just say, hey, you're Canadian. Here's a, here's a hockey question. They usually get it right. And if they're wrong, I wouldn't know. So, take it just be confident. Like a lot of things, that's how most things work. That's how I'm going to try and make this episode work of Getting It Out Podcast. I got a cool interview with Mike Dean of Corrosion of Conformity, COC, the band that has worn many hats, but also is deeply embedded in Stoner Rock. You see the connection. I made the connection. We're all good now. So let's get into that. But first, Hot Zone. Check it! Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me All the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We be getting it in, where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out We be getting it in, where you getting it out? Okay, another episode of Getting It Out Podcast. Are you new to the podcast? Are you part of the giant spike I saw last week on that Trapped Under Ice, Angel Dust, Cold Mega episode? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. By the way, if you are, thanks for tuning in. Even if it was just to hear Justice Trip, again, saw quite a lot of new digital faces engaging with the podcast, listening to the podcast from the far reaches of the world. You know, yesterday I was trying to name all the continents in my head, and I did so pretty easily. Too easily, in fact, that I second-guessed myself. Is it Should it be that easy? Went back through it again. Yeah, North America, South America, Antarctica, Australia, Asia, Europe, Africa. That's it, right? Um, I hope so, at least, because I just said that publicly. And then I tried to do oceans. And you better believe, I don't remember how many oceans there's supposed to be. Atlantic, Pacific, Arctic, Indian. I know I'm missing something. I just don't know what it is. I can't figure it out without looking, right? I'm just trying to, I'm being honest here. What am I fucking forgetting? Is there an Asian ocean? What is it? Somebody out there is like, dumbass, it's this. Or or maybe you're like, no, there's not. I don't know how many oceans there are. Just be honest with yourself. Think about it. Can you name mountain ranges? I certainly can't. I won't even attempt that. I don't even think I can get the American mountain ranges. I think there's two. The Rockies and the Appalachian Mountains, right? Is there? And uh, over in Europe, there's just too many. Calm down. 
Let's get a little flatter around here. I can't keep track of all these mountains. It's really uh, bothering the hell out of me. Hey, Alexa. I'm glad you're not on. I never keep her on anymore. She always chimes in when I don't want her to. That serves me right, though, because when I'm looking for mountain information while doing a podcast, I'm left hanging. Serves me right, you know. Anyway, this past weekend, I had a birthday party. I had a birthday party for myself. Yeah. Not my idea, but I did not protest and it was fun. It was nice. Had uh, quite a few buddies and pals over. Drank a few uh, alcoholic beverages. Sat around the fire all night long until 10 p.m. That's late for us, by the way. In nothing more than a hoodie. And then today, yesterday, it's freezing here. I hate winter. And this is why I need to move my birthday. My birthday is coming up. you still got time. Priority mail. It'll get here in time. My birthday is the 17th. That's Thursday. You got a couple more days. Overnight, express, whatever. You can send me a package. You can do it. Speaking of gifts, my good buddy Dom and his kids brought me a horrible gift in the form of the uh, Packy One Chip Challenge thing. Listen, I would never do this. Ever, ever, ever do this. This is not the type of thing that I engage in. But when a group of children excitedly give it to you on your birthday... You got to kind of deliver. So I ate the smallest piece I could possibly imagine thinking this won't do anything. And then I was stuck in a hiccup loop for a good 10 minutes while trying to walk around and get other people to eat this chip. And I got many other people to eat this chip, including at least two children, which was which was a big success. That, That was good. They cried, I think. And then there was a teenager who chugged half a gallon of, of, of spoiled milk, which is a good way to get rid of your expired milk, by the way. Get the Packy One Chip Challenge. Another friend of mine, he, he went for um, trying to shovel <laughs> strawberry cheesecake into his mouth while looking like he was going to... It was quite the scene. It was, uh, my wife, somehow unaffected by this, ate like three pieces and you never would have known. Her tongue was a little blue. That's that European blood, though. They, they're different. They're built differently. Uh, but um, it was uh, interesting. We threw out half the chip. This is the thing. We threw out half of the chip, went into the trash can, and it it fucked up, like, f- at least five people. That's crazy. Who's doing these things? Why are people doing it? How is this legal to sell? I saw a video that it killed somebody, but I also think I saw it on social media, so it's probably fake. I also saw somebody post a video that fireworks killed their dog. Come on. That dog was asking for it. Anyway, I'm not trying to go on one of my anti-dog rants. I'm trying to go on one of my pro-chip rants. When you can get this chip, you can get it everywhere. Buy it. Eat it. See what happens. It fucked me up. Not like, you know. All right, here's the thing. I would not do it again. It wasn't the worst experience of my life, though. It was fun to pass around at a party and have it uh, <laughs> see its wide array of effects on the people who chose to eat it. One kid got it in its eye. He was less than 10. It didn't go well. But they lived. And that's how you have a party when uh, you're in your late 30s. Poison children. That's the way to go. It's fun for everyone. Speaking of being around the age of 10 and things that are fun for everyone, when I was about 10, I came across Corrosion of Conformity. I don't remember how exactly. I gotta imagine it was the radio. The radio was cool back then. 
Those were good radio days, the early 90s. And COC was on the radio with two tracks, maybe three, Clean My Wounds and Albatross off of the album Deliverance, and maybe even Vote With a Bullet from the previous album Blind. But I remember Albatross. That's the one that really sticks in my head, and that's my go-to track when I want to listen to COC. I also heard a track of theirs on the Nativity in Black, Black Sabbath tribute compilation that was awesome back then. By the way, they did a second one of those. I don't remember if that was any good, but I know it was a lot more new metal. Times had changed. I remember listening to that first Nativity in Black CD on my front porch, hoping to impress the mail person when they delivered. I figure they're covering an old band. This person will be impressed by my knowledge of an old rock and roll band named Black Sabbath, and maybe even uh, turned on to a new version of a song that I'm presenting. You see, I've been trying to do this for a long time. Show off what music I'm listening to to strangers. And, uh, you know, old people like Black Sabbath to a 10-year-old. Because Black Sabbath seemed really old to me. Anyway, I'm I'm going way off track. And uh, I don't think the male person cared or was was thankful to me being in the way with my CD player sitting on my front porch. Not that they delivered mail to the front porch. Maybe they did, though. Because that if I had that CD, that means that I was heavy into my BMG days which I am not exaggerating. I would order so many CDs and they'd come like almost individually packaged that they would not fit in the mailbox and they would have to bring them to my door. I'm talking like my mom was concerned with the amount of packages that would show up in one week, in one day. And COC was one of those bands that I got into like that. Mike Dean, of course, played bass on uh, that album, Deliverance. And he's who I'm talking to on this episode of Getting It Out Podcast. So strap it in. We got a relatively short conversation, but uh, an enjoyable one. But first, I want to play you the song Albatross from Deliverance, from Corrosion of Conformity.
Where are you going? How long are you going to be going? Where are you headed? Well, uh, we got that little tour for about three or four weeks, uh, and we're kind of going to mostly out-of-the-way places, you know? Are, are we going to Boston? No. We're going to, like, Laconia, New Hampshire. Are we, are we playing New Orleans? No. We're, we're playing Baton Rouge. We're kind of we're kind of doing those uh, more, more out-of-the-way places, and, uh, yeah, really stoked to be finally getting out there with Spirit of Drift. We tried to do that in uh, 2020 go to Europe with them and that fell through because of the plague <laughs> so uh, so yeah we're kind of back glad to be back at it and um, when we're done with all that we're, we're heading to uh, Mexico City to do uh, a little festival with Judas Priest and about a million a million lesser bands <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all aren't they all lesser bands though pretty much yeah pretty much at this point um, what well, you know, I, fi- I finally, I should say, I finally saw Judas Priest. Judas Priest was my first show out of the pandemic, and I think it was theirs too. And it was in, it's in a place you're doing, you're hitting on this tour actually, Reading, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's just amazing to see that guy at 70 years old still, still killing it. He sounds great. He sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they were really upbeat. Uh, they were there uh, in Raleigh, you know, at the at the little shed. They were encouraging stagehands to. Uh, Get their picture taken on the motorcycle and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you mentioned that this tour, well, we both mentioned this tour is with Spirit of Drift, and you said you tried to do something with them in the past. How much of a hand do you guys have in who you tour with at this point? Is it something somebody else sets up, or are you guys uh, making suggestions and deciding who's play- who you're playing with? Uh, well, the way it generally works is, is bands have a booking agent, and, uh, you know, the bands may have some ideas about who they want to perform with. Oh, well, I heard this, you know, I heard this band called Elder. Maybe they'd open. No, they're too big to open for you. You have your, you have your, uh, you have your uh, suggestions from the peanut gallery, and generally they, they'll throw some suggestions at you. You know, it's it's their it's their duty to to tell you all the offers they get, and a lot of them don't make sense. But uh, the Spirit of Drift thing happened, and it just. Uh, you know, I think it, I think that came from our camp, uh, but we, we we haven't been able to play with them because we we had something scheduled uh, for Europe and it, it fell through because of the uh, the global pandemic. And uh, so yeah, we're we're anxious to to get to it because I like they got good uh, they're heavy they got good melodic sensibilities. You know, it's it's on the verge of doom, but you know maybe when others might hang, they chug. So yeah, I can yeah. I can get with that. <laughs> <laughs> very uh similar to the way you guys occupy uh the space that you guys occupy you know but there's there's always been this like crazy unique thing that i think about coc is that you guys can play like any show i've seen you play so many different shows with so many different lineups with just you guys playing different eras playing different records um, but at this point you're celebrating what like 40 years right I mean, uh, celebrate, acknowledging maybe <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, getting close, getting close to that. I mean, I, I guess technically we had a band. Uh, you know, that, to me, it, it kind of really started around the time I for an eye. So, um, just just shy of forty years. But if you wanted to get right down to the the first uh, gigs, you know, with uh, with Reed Mullen and Woody Weatherman, still in high school, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, me, me dropping out of high school, washing dishes and stuff. You know, you could, you could, you could squeeze forty years out of that. Yeah, I think we could do that. I think you can do it. 
<laughs> I think that's I think that's fair. How how unlikely is it that that this band persisted for so long? Like I know you've been in and out, but mostly in. But it's just it's just amazing how it just keeps going. I mean, yeah, yeah, it kind of has a life of its own, and you just gotta you gotta respect it and go along. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not that self conscious a process. So we're just. Uh, <laughs> We're, yeah. just, we're just doing it. We're not really, uh, we're not really uh, commenting on it too much. But yeah, it's been it's been a good thing. <laughs> nah, cool. We, we well, out, you know, we got a, We got a, We got a, uh, an outlet for some creative ideas, and we get to go occasionally see the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, go play in Reading, play in yeah, Reading like, instead, of, instead of Philly, <laughs> <laughs> Baton Rouge instead of New Orleans. Come on. Hey, the, I can say the club that you're going to play, Reverb, is pretty awesome. It's run by a DIY hardcore guy there, so he's, he's doing big things with it. So that's very cool. So, it's, so, it's a, so I'm glad to see tours like yours stopping there. And uh, and anyway, but that's that's just a note on that spot. But um, you guys have been touring now almost 40 years. I got to imagine things are very different in many aspects. But what's something you miss about touring in the old days compared to now? Not really much. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of happy to not... Uh break down by the road and have to find a pay phone. I'm, I'm kind of glad I have one in my pocket. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty happy, uh, to have GPS that the driver has GPS and we're not looking at. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A, a paper uh, atlas, road atlas or gazetteer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'd say logistically, I'd say logistically, it's a it's a little more convenient. I'm not can't really think of too much. I'm nostalgic about. I mean, to some degree, um, the only thing would be like so back when we started. I think that um, I think that live music was more of a I don't know more of a it's kind of like a bigger share of the entertainment or the you know the amusement kind of market because now people got all kinds of distractions and and stuff like that you know everybody's plugged into their own their own thing and uh you know glued to a phone or something so i think it was a little more special to just have like live music come through you know at at that time um and i think music was just a bigger live music was and recorded music was a bigger part of the culture and it was more uh, you know you could sell records for instance, but I mean, now it's more accessible to put your stuff out there. It might get lost in the, in the sheer multitude of things <laughs> to, uh, to consume, but 
you know. But I just think I think uh, I, I think just kind of like having your mind blown by something you never heard of, you know, just going out to a, a club or a hardcore show, a basement show, or something like that. That was more of a possibility then. Whereas now you can kind of you can check you can check everything out, everything you haven't heard about. You can sort of verify or whatever. So it's it's a little safe and it kind of keeps people in their lanes culturally and stuff. But you know, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I don't think you I've thought about question. that. You asked me a question, so I thought I had to come up with some kind of answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the deal. That's what we're doing. But the, but you brought up a great point because because there is no uh, there's no being there's unless there's a they're a very very new band. There's no being surprised by anybody on stage anymore. You're typically going to know Not exactly really. what they sound like by the time you get there. And I remember those days. Obviously, they weren't that long ago where you just see the opening band and you're like, holy fuck, who is this? And then, you know, go buy whatever they got at the merch table. And then sometimes you never heard from them again, but, you know. It, it, it still happens a little. It, it's that's, That still can happen. There's still that, you know. So there's people that are not going to, there's people that are not going to, you know, Google the native pile and the, and the, and the spirit of drift, you know. So they might be, they might be uh, surprised and, and impressed, you know. So. That's true. And, and, as surprised. they should. As they should be. Um, you, you mentioned the way things move so quick and how uh, you know some albums get lost in the shuffle. You did No Cross, No Crown. Two years, well, no, that's four years ago now. Jesus, 2018 is four years, isn't it? Um, yeah. That was your 10th album. What's happening now? Are you working on a new one? What's Where, where do we stand with new COC material? Uh, there's, there's, there's material here and there. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of individual ideas to be brought to the table and there's a few a few things that we're collectively have have uh touched on together but it's uh it's talk at this point but it's uh it's uh it's real talk mm-hmm. so so yeah it's gonna it's gonna happen it's an, that's the next move i mean we're we're laying we're hatching plans to uh get together and when we get on the road in a headlining situation that gives us a little time to to kind of work on things gives us time together, you know, uh, away from the family, you know, everyday distractions. So we'll, uh, we'll get a leg up on making that happen, but it's, it, it is, it is talk at this point, but it's, 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 uh, as we say, real talk. Right. Right. Well, when you guys, when you guys are at home, do you guys, are you guys all near each other or are you kind of spread out through the country? We're a little spread out. Uh, you know, uh, pepper, pepper mostly stays in new Orleans and, uh, you know, Woody's a. I'm here in Raleigh, where where we originally uh, originally are were based and are still loosely based. And uh, Woody lives a little bit, a little ways out in the hills, so he's got to drive for like an hour to to get here. Um, you know, and of course our uh, our drummer is living in uh, the United Kingdom, so that would be like a, a special occasion to get him get him here. We better be, uh, you know, we better be going on tour and. Uh, to buy him a visa to, uh, <laughs> right, right. to work as a performer in this in this great country. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. That's pretty that's pretty spread out then. Um, a lot of bands going out on tour right now. A lot of older bands going out on tour right now are celebrating or acknowledging anniversaries of albums with full album sets. I think the interesting thing with yeah. COC is that like you're the stuff that you would be coming up on your oldest stuff is not really a style you guys play anymore. The eye for an eye or animosity. Um, yeah. I mean, the personnel personnel's different and, and 
Yeah, we don't. We we touch on that, you know, some of those ideas a little bit, and you can hear it echoed in our material. But as far as coming out with, yeah, <laughs> Poison yeah. Planet and uh, and different, yeah, I don't know. It's possible. We did we did bust out a uh, we did bust out Mad World a couple times this spring on the Ministry tour. That was that was when I was informed that yeah we were going to do that in about fifteen <laughs> minutes. I was like, oh, okay, all right, I can do this. Do do you have those songs? Are they, are they that ingrained in you that you can you can just reach into it and pull it out? Yeah, I mean, because me and Woody did it with Reed, like in the in the new the new Jack, uh, you know, three piece thing as recently as the end of twenty fourteen. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty ingrained. Yeah, I feel like I caught you down there. I feel like you were playing Baltimore a lot. I, I know you weren't, but when I was living in Baltimore, I felt like you played in Baltimore all the time. I felt like I'd always see you with we I did, Hate God. We did, that de- we did that Death Fest. We did the Death Fest, and then we were uh, through there with Guar and probably did one of our own shows in the course of, like, two years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember a High on Fire, I Hate God, COC, maybe uh, Wino. I don't know. But anyway, but <laughs> this is just these are just individual shows. Spirit um, Caravan. Spirit Caravan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so, so you've you've been the lead vocalist for COC. You haven't been the lead vocalist. Do you prefer one way or the other? Do you would you rather somebody else sing for the band? Uh, mostly, yeah. I mean, it depends. You know, I'm 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 good to go whenever. But I mean, uh, sometimes you want to dig in and 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 play bass and really really lock in with the drummer and and all that. And um, you know. When when I kind of got back into it, you know, I, I I quit. And when I came back, you know, they were uh, just sort of uh, re- re- recovering from, uh, you know, having Carl and Phil, you know, from the Blind record, like, uh, leave the band. So they were trying to figure out a plan. And it's like, uh, you know, Keenan had, had sung the one song on, on uh, Blind, Vote With a Bullet. And there was a style to that, and he had a lot of uh, had a lot of ideas, and uh, they were they were looking for a singer. They were looking for some kind of celebrity singer to come save the day. And mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, it was just like me and Reed just kind of convinced him that like, well, you should you should sing. You got a lot of ideas. Go ahead. <laughs> so, you know. Well, that's so, interesting uh, you said that because that that was like the I feel like that was an era where singers really were a thing. But that was, I mean. You're talking about how you, you you went into deliverance from there. That's like that's the album I found you guys on, and Albatross and and Clean My Wounds. Like those you know those hit songs. Those those are the ones that I remember from my childhood, and the ones that I go back to. That's the COC that I go back to, and that's why I think I like so much that the that's the stuff that I find most similar to your newest material too, because I really did like No Cross, No Crown. Have you found that most of your fan base leans that way? Uh. I mean, probably, uh, you know, that's, that's the point where, so that's the point. If you start with blind, that's really the point where like those guys kind of got their thing together to, to perform like classic rock level stuff that was still like new original ideas. You know what I mean? With, a, yeah. with like some innovation, but, but just to invoke, just to get that level of competence. And so, you know, spreading out from that you know that the next step was obviously uh you know deliverance so yeah i mean that's all that's all part of the that's all part of the thing 
and I, and the, it would be logical that it would be logical that more people would know that because that's like a point where, you know, you're putting out records on Sony Music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point, you know, it's, uh, and it was kind of like pre-internet or you know very early days of the internet. So that you know the stuff that they would elect to hype was didn't have all this other stuff to compete with. It was you know they had a they had a platform to do it. So we were we were lucky for that reason and um, generally. And then that stuff, of course, is is more known. So I think yeah, it would be logical that more people would, would know it and love it. But you know there's all these people that got to be con- contrary and like you know like I prefer your earlier work. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we have a little something for them too but there's always that kid right he's like i prefer your earlier work <laughs> well i think it, I mean, with, a, with a record as good as animosity you're always going to have you're always going to have that and like a staple of crossover hardcore too not it's not even just like it's not like it was just a good record it's like one of the best at that style so i do see why there's people lingering like that but uh but i still think the, the other stuff's better you know what the other hey, um, so, I was, so i was rolling through i was rolling through rally yesterday in, a, in an area area called oakwood and I was trying to remember, like, wh- where we where we recorded uh, uh, Animosity, at least the side that we did in North Carolina, as opposed to the side we did in California. I rolled by the house. I found the house where these people had built a giant addition on the back of their their ranch house. It's this historic neighborhood, but there's this one shitty '50s ranch house, and they had built this giant family room sized thing that was like a, a recording studio, and they had like an MCI two inch machine and a, an MCI like console in there and and they were looking for people to record you know and they they uh they gave us a hell of a deal doing eye for an eye and they they heard that we weren't happy with it so they did the entire one side of uh of animosity for free basically oh wow i've never heard that they did a good job man and and there was a really super eccentric guy to me at the time he seemed that way i mean it's probably just another another audio guy (laughs) He, uh, this guy, David Schmidt, he's the one that had the idea how, how to do the distorted vocals. And they used to have this head, the first headphone guitar amp was called the Tom Scholes Rockman. And that's like the guitar player from Boston developed it. And like, yeah. whenever that was, you know, like 1985, that was like high tech shit. It was like a, it was like a Walkman, but it was a Rockman. So it was like a headphone amp, but it had this distortion on it. And it was really easy and clean to plug up. So all that CB radio sounding vocals, this is the Tom Scholes rock man. But yeah, I just, I just, uh, I just drove by the place the other day. I was like, wow, I wonder if I should knock on the door and see what the hell they, they got in there now. Cause those people moved back to, you know, wherever, wherever they came here from. So you don't even know if it's, you don't even know if it's still a studio. It's, I'm certain it's not a studio. I'm certain it's like somebody's that me and you, maybe could have, somebody could have done it that way again, but no. <laughs> that's very cool. Very cool. I, I I didn't know that story at all. I don't I don't know if that's a common one, but that's a that's very cool. The, well, no, hold on. I want to go back to one thing that I, that I was going to say is the other thing that that brought you guys to my attention was uh, your song on the Nativity in Black compilation. That's also ninety four, same year as, as Deliverance. So for so which makes me just curious, was there a compilation that you remember as a kid that turned you on? 
to other bands? Well, there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them when I was a teenager, you know, like the whole hardcore thing, like those skate rock compilations. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a million hardcore, uh, like there was stuff like uh, Flex Your Head was the, 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 the DC the Discord, one, yeah. like the Discord one, where I first heard uh, Void, you know, and, and like Void were like this insane, you know, punk metal hybrid because they had a really... Uh, they're really, uh, really manic and creative sounding. And that, uh, that guitar player, Bubba Dupree, he ended up, uh, playing with Brant Bjork recently. And he was in, uh, the band with, uh, he was in the band with Ben Shepard from, uh, uh, Soundgarden called Hater mm-hmm. like, uh, years ago. And he's, he's like amazing musician. So that's the first time I heard them. That was like, you know, one of the first times I heard Minor Threat, first time I heard Gov- Government Issue and all these DC hardcore bands. And then there was another one from Boston that was called This Is Boston, Not LA. Right. So they're all, you know, the first time I ever heard the original version, of, the original Gang Green and just, you know, SSD Control and all these Boston hardcore bands. And that would that would be kind of like how you would, uh, you know, you get to to hear things like that. There, there would be a bunch of those and sometimes they'd be super regional. Sometimes they'd be themed like skate rock, volume sixteen or something. Yeah. Um, flip side, fanzine did a bunch of stuff like that. So. Yeah, well, I want to ask you uh, this. You mentioned Gangrene. Gangrene's that, that's a band I love. Now, out of curiosity, what do you prefer, their earlier stuff, or their more hardcore stuff, or the metal party Gangrene? Well, I guess it was all party stuff. Well, the, the metal. <laughs> The Metal Party Gangrene with the Budweiser logo is is like a more accomplished band, you know what I mean? More workmanlike. But yeah. when you listen to the the OG Gangrene, it's like these dudes are like, there's not one of them that's over 17 years old, right? <laughs> and they're killing yeah. it. And the drummer, the drummer, like, I mean, that guy really impressed Reed Mullen because his, uh, you know, single bass drum, but like the foot is super fast and super dependable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, from a drumming point of view, like, as far as just retarded fast stuff at the time, it's like the way he's getting it done with one bass drum is like phenomenal. So, um, yeah, I, I think I, I, I think I kind of prefer the earlier. I, I, I prefer the earlier work. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was trying to get. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> we can all be that guy. Just slight, slightly, slightly. Yeah. You'd have to argue that. The, that the later iteration, you know, was more, more of a competent, you know, worked out sort of thing, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I myself, I'm an older but wiser guy, uh, but, but you know, everybody's got, but I'll take, I'll accept any of it. Same, same deal with COC, Deliverance, but I'll take it all. Um, speaking, last question on Deliverance, and I'll probably let you go here in just a second. Has that been certified gold yet? I know it was close. Did you hit that 500 mark? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's that's. Uh, that's official thing, but it's not like it's not like they give you a cold record, man. It's like you got you got to make your own. If it takes like twenty something <laughs> years to be, to be gold. You gotta you gotta call the people that certify that shit, and you gotta buy a gold record. <laughs> so, that's still that's still pretty cool, stingy. though. We're kind of we're kind of stingy. And we're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're awesome. We're not gonna buy. The, we're not gonna buy the bric-a-brac. Well, then you'll be it'll be it'll be uh, five hundred thousand and one then if you buy it. Uh, so you'll start working your way towards platinum. Yeah, I don't know if they sound scan the the uh, the award <laughs> the gold record. 
I, well, they I, uh, if you got to buy them, they should. At one point, at one point, I think I I found some uh, flea market records and uh, spray painted them gold and, and and gave them out to the guys one time.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Mike Dean of COC. The song you just heard was The Ludite off of No Cross, No Crown, out now on Nuclear Blast Records. I guess that album's been out for four years. Seems like a lifetime ago. Seems like it just yesterday, too. Funny how that works, huh? Anyway, they're out on tour, as we talked about, with Spirit Adrift and The Native How. Catch them out there on those secondary markets, as he mentioned. Maybe third dairy? Is third dairy? Third? Thirdest? Thirdest? Third? The ones that you don't they don't usually play. How about that? That's where they're going to be. Find them out on tour through the U.S. right now and headbang, chill, relax, and thrash. Whatever you want to do, COC's got the medicine for you. On WXPNRQST1572, your source for the hits and Morse code, the shittiest radio station you could ever imagine. That's it. That's mostly going to be it for this one. But before we go, I should play you another song, right? Yes. How about another? Uh, how about another? How about, how about I? Um, he he. Let's him and haw and do something different that we're not really sure what it's going to be yet. I'm going to settle on sixteen. Sixteen. The Sludge Band from the West Coast. They've got a new album coming out this Friday. It's called Into Dust. It's going to be out on Relapse Records. They just released the single Lane Splitter. So let's play Lane Splitter. It's a little more driving than some of the other tracks, but then you know their music video also happens to uh, include a lot of driving motorcycles. That is, you can listen to this while you drive anything, though. You can listen to it while you drive someone insane. You can listen to it while you drive. A 10-pound nail, ten, did they say 10-penny? Ten 10-penny ten nail into that railroad spike. You can listen to it while you drive off of a cliff for all I care. This is 16. The song is called Lane Splitter, and it's off of Into Dust, out now or soon on Relapse Records. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 